Hey everybody, welcome to the Retire with Freedom podcast. I'm Tad Hill alongside my beautiful and talented wife, Tony. This is the show all about achieving financial freedom so you can retire with confidence and accomplish your retirement dreams. Let's get started. For anyone that's being forced to retire earlier than they plan, we found there are often some common questions, Tony, that they're asking. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's talk to folks about what some of those questions are and how we help people answer them. Well, one of them, I mean, just, you know, I've had three meetings this past week about this. Um, you know, they're getting offered early packages mm-hmm. or buyouts or something like that. And their first thing is, should I take this? You know, yeah. should, is, and is it going to include the severance stuff or, you know, paid time off? Or there's all kinds of different permutations of those offers. Yeah. And we need to, we need to analyze, you know, the, the individual ones, right? right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it could be a great idea. It could be not a great idea. And sometimes the answer is, yeah, you know, it's a good idea to leave there, but, you know, we may still need, you know, you need to work for somewhere else for a little longer to make Well, sure. and Tony, the thing that I find is that a lot of times people are getting offered these packages and they're not necessarily getting laid off. Yeah. So they may have the option to work a few more years and they're trying to decide whether the package is attractive. Although something that I've been seeing recently is, hey, we're offering this package. If you don't take this one, there's not going to be another one. Yeah. So, And we're not telling you whether you're going to have a job or not. Right. You've just got to figure it out. Well, and then in that case, maybe if you still need to work, you need to be looking for a job somewhere else. Well, and, and you know, it, it all boils down to this. I mean, I think probably the biggest benefit that we bring to the table for people is knowing how to analyze these things. Yeah. Right? I mean, most people are making these decisions – emotionally. You know, they're not making decisions based upon hard financial science and numbers and math Mm -hmm. and data. Mm -hmm. It's, it's an emotional thing. And a lot of times they're tired of working and they want to take the package. Mm -hmm. But then when they come and sit down with us, one of the things I hear a lot is, look, I really do want to do this, but I don't want to make a mistake. Like I don't want to be 10 years from now realizing that I did something I shouldn't have done. And because I also hear a lot of those stories of people that, you know, Hey, I had coworkers that retired and maybe they retired too soon Mm -hmm. or they, you know, they shouldn't have done it or, you know, they retired and they were overexposed to the stock market and then they lived through a market crash. And now all of a sudden, you know, they don't have the resources they thought they were going to have. Sometimes it's just that they don't know what to do with themselves. Right. Well, and, and the other thing too is, I know you know this too, but oftentimes People are just really, really surprised at how much they're, it actually costs them to live. Mm-hmm. Um, they're looking at a number like, okay, if this is what I'm going to get for this buyout or package or whatever, you know, that seems like a good bit of money. I mean, maybe maybe that's pretty good, you know. And they're using, they're making decisions without getting all the data and all the facts. And they're because if it just okay, let's say you're the. Mo- I hear this all the time. We're very conservative. We don't spend much money. Mm-hmm. We don't do a lot of stuff. You know, we may go to one really nice restaurant once every six months. We don't travel a lot. There's a lot of those things, but just being alive <laughs> costs money. I mean, it just costs money. Well, we have a. So one of the biggest mistakes that we see people making is they are underassuming what they're going to need to live on. Right, and it's it's almost across the board. So we have a lifestyle analysis that we have people do, and it's it's simple and it misses nothing. Right. And but but what we do is we won't do a retirement plan without it. And on average, people are spending thirty percent more than they thought. 
But it, sometimes it's a way more than that. Yeah. Well, I mean, 30% more. 6,000, you know, a third more than that. Yeah. You know, 33 and a third more than that is 8,000. Right. So 6,000 a month is 72,000 a year. 8,000 mm-hmm. a month is $96,000 a year. Right. That's a big difference. It is a big difference. But I have people <clears throat> sometimes, they think they're spending $96,000 a year and they're spending over 200 And sometimes, yeah. yeah. I mean, so it's not that... I mean, and people are like, there's no way that could be happening because we know how much we bring home. But there's a whole lot of different ways that people can still be spending Money more. Money just seeps through the cracks. Yeah, spending more than they're making. And, and, and even though it doesn't make sense to some people, once we you know sit down and look at it and actually really analyze it, they're like, oh, that's how it's happening. Or right. this is what's going on. Or now I see this. So it's not that it's a bad thing. It's just something you really, really need to know. Another thing I hear oftentimes, and especially lately when people do feel like they're kind of being forced into this decision, mm-hmm. is that they just go, it's almost like they give up. We'll just spend less. Surely we can spend less. And I'm like, well, maybe you can and maybe you can't, but do you want to? And don't you want to know if you have to or you don't, rather than just kind of give up and go like, fine, we just we wanted to do these trips, but they're too expensive, or we wanted to do that or live somewhere else, but we don't think that's an option. And I'm like... How do we know it's not an option? And, you know, just because you feel that way, it may or may not be an option. I know we've talked about this a lot on the air, but it's way more common that people are in a better circumstance than they think than it is that they think they're in a great circumstance and they're not. More often than not, people that come – because here's the thing. People that come see us, Tony, are planners. But if you're not a planner, you don't come see us, right? You don't come to our retirement course. Mm -hmm. So – the people that come to see us are, are planners by nature, and and the the thing that that really we talk about in the course and we talk about when we sit down for a visit is we've got to actually dig in and nail this thing down. We got to get it right. I mean, if you're going to quit working, we need to make sure that that you're going to get it right. And so it's it's actually more common that people are in better shape than they think they are. And then once we get the plan in place, the, the, the challenge for a lot of folks is you're using the wrong tool for the job you're asking your, your money to do. So, you know, if, if you're needing income, but you're invested for growth, while it may sound logical that the more growth you get, the more income you'll get, it, it, it's actually a very different thing. It growth is. and income are two completely different things that we do with different tools, strategies, and that sort of thing. And so we've got to have a way to generate the income. And yes, we need money set aside for long-term growth. But typically, the things that are going to do those two things the best are not going to be the same strategy. Tad Hill here. I wanted to take a quick break from the podcast to address a common question I get. The question is, how do I get started? And it's a great question, and the answer is different for everybody. Some people are best to come in for a one-on-one meeting out of the gate. But others want a little more information first. That's okay. If that sounds more like you, then listen closely. Because we have awesome events and retirement planning courses throughout our local area specifically designed to help you learn how to address your top financial concerns with a group of your peers. At these events, you'll learn what the structure of a good retirement plan looks like, how to address each area of retirement planning, what questions you should ask an advisor, and what strategies to employ, plus a lot more. So if you're concerned about running out of money, you're wondering what's the best social security strategy for you and your family or what kind of lifestyle you can actually sustain in retirement, these events may be perfect for you. Space is often limited, so be sure to RSVP for one soon. 
You can check out the upcoming courses in the area by clicking the link in this episode's description or by going to askfreedomfinancial.com. That's askfreedomfinancial.com. And great news for people that don't live in Birmingham, Alabama, we have recently videoed one of our courses. And so if you would like to get the online version, all you've got to do is call or text 205-988-0006 or go to askfreedomfinancial.com and request a login. I hope to see you at our next gathering. Yeah, and another thing that people ask too, when we're talking about you know being forced to retire, getting offered um, packages and buyouts, is they always have the question: Should I take if I've got a pension? Should I take the lump sum or should I take the annuity for you know some payouts? And if I do, you know what percentage do I leave behind to a spouse or you know fifty percent, a hundred percent? You know, there's all kinds of different things, and and they've been trying to you know most of the time. People come in and they're like, we've tried to research this. We've asked what other people are doing. There's a lot of analysis that needs to be paid attention to that as well because because it really depends. I mean, it depends on what you do with either the lump sum, that if you take the lump sum, or how good the pension buyout's going to I mean, I mean, how good the, I'm sorry, the monthly pension's going to be. You know, you can look at it. Now, recently, I've had some people that kind of aren't as secure about the company itself you know, and the pensions are, are a little mm-hmm. bit vulnerable. So they, you know, they come in and go like, I definitely just want the, the lump sum and figure it out because I don't really trust that the company is going to continue to pay this, you know, be able to pay this fund, this pension, um, this monthly pension is what I'm saying. So, um, so there's a lot of decisions about all of that. I mean, you know, you, what are, what are you hearing mainly these days? I mean, now I'm hearing more well, and more I mean, about the company. I, yeah. I mean, I think most people's inclination is to take the lump sum on their pension. Mm -hmm. And the reason typically is, well, I don't want us to get hit by lightning and there's nothing left for the kids. You know, I got half a million dollars or a million dollar lump sum that I could take. And if I take the annuity, then that money will be there for me and my spouse, assuming I choose a spousal benefit. Some people take 0% spousal on their pensions, which I think is almost always a mistake. But the money will be there for me and then for for her in this case. You know, I'm the man, so I would say, you know, my wife would have 50% of what I was getting or or better, 100%. So you take a lower percentage while you're living – to make sure that your spouse continues to get that same amount. And uh, a lot of people want to take less than that. They want to take, uh, you know, 50% to be left to the spouse or 0%. I, again, I always think those are almost always mistakes. But the lump sum is appealing to people because it's a big old chunk of money. And they think, oh, with a million dollars, surely I can do better with that than, you know, my pension company. But what you've got to do is analyze the ratios. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you've got a million dollar lump sum, but your pension is going to be $70,000 a year with a 100% spousal benefit. I mean, that's a 7% yeah, that's payout rate right. on your pension. I mean, as long as you feel good about the company and yeah. the viability of that, uh, yeah, all day long. I mean, it's just got to be analyzed. Well, the biggest mistake that people make is they take their pension, their lump sum. Mm-hmm. So they were going to have a joint life income for them and their spouse that was going to take care of them. Mm-hmm. They take that lump sum and they put it all in a, quote, diversified portfolio of stocks and bonds. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't worry. We're going to put you in conservative stocks, which I don't even know what that term means. Mm-hmm. The, uh, there's A stock is not conservative. <laughs> even if we're b- buying big blue chip companies, 
you know, all you got to do is watch what happened to those, you know, when markets crash and they get clobbered right along with them. And I'm very clear about the, the argument, oh, we'll just hang in there. It'll come back. Well, one of the things that we talk about in the retirement course that we teach is that, um, that's true. Historically, the markets come back, mm-hmm. but if you're pulling four, yeah. four or five percent out and you take a fifty percent hit, the markets come back, but your portfolio won't. Right. It's- and so, and so, I think a lot of people are given bad advice to take their lump sum pension and put it in the stock market. Insurance services provided through Freedom Financial Group. Any and all other services related to insurance are an outside-of-business activity and are not offered through or supervised by AE Wealth Management, LLC. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business Freedom Financial Group. Freedom Financial Group is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Freedom Financial Group are not subject to investment advisor requirements. AEWM and Freedom Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Freedom Financial Group is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this podcast shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Freedom Financial Group.